Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Glory Hole. This is Mike from California again. I just wanted to know that last night I, was, I had a debate till about 3 in the morning, and the conclusion was, this is the guy saying, Mike, you can't think of God logically. Biggest face palm ever. This, this is my buddy. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I wanted to smack his face in. Uh, but anyways, yeah, glory hole. Keep the good work. Bye. Hey, Cecil A. Tom. I wanted to give you a phone call because I think you missed the point about um, the Jan Brewer story. And I, I, you are not alone. The issue is not that it got repealed. The issue is their Senate House passed a bill that would allow people, due to a religious belief, to be prejudiced toward another person a belief. And the real crux of this, of this story is Jan Brewer took a fucking week, a fucking week, to make it okay for people to be a dick. And somewhere in her fucking little fucking brain, she thinks it's okay. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at. This is episode 141. And before we start this episode, Cecil, I just want to take a moment to thank God and to thank the Academy. Well, you're welcome, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that God favors the overprivileged. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> the overprivileged. <laughs> why would they be overprivileged? Right? Like, the right. thing is, God clearly doesn't favor the underprivileged. Oh, no. You know, oh, clearly not. No. The meek will inherit the earth, but only when all the rich people are dead. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I, lo- I love that McConaughey is like, I'd like to thank God for, you know, basically tattooing my face to be the best looking man on the planet. You <laughs> right? know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking genetics had nothing to do with that. Yeah. You know, I want to thank God for sculpting these chiseled abs out of yeah. my <laughs> Well, I'm his personal trainer. <laughs> that guy. Passing the medicine ball back <laughs> right. and forth with him. Right. Yeah, I, I love too. It's like it, it's it's like the guy like shows up and he's like, of course, like bronzed and like ret to get, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't have had these opportunities if I didn't have God giving me these opportunities. I'm glad He gave them to me, a fucking semi-retarded white guy instead of like, <laughs> <laughs> instead of the you know four and a half billion people on the planet who right. desperately need clean water. Right. Yes, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> 
that's what a loving God would do. He would make sure that I can I can go in front yeah. of other people and pretend it to be someone with real problems. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> after afterwards, he he boarded his private jet, flew over to Africa, and took a shit in someone's well. <laughs> is what he did. He just like hung his Matthew McConaughey ass over the edge and fucking deuced in somebody's well. <laughs> right. He's like he shows up and he's like, uh, "Is there any great Fuck surfing? You poor people." <laughs> I can hate you all. I am blessed by the Lord. I have been anointed. I'm going to play you in a movie, and I'm going to play you in a movie, and I'm going to play. He, like, shows up. He's like, hey, hey, you, whole village. The fucking gift bag I got at the Oscars is more than your country's GDP. He's like reaping people's sorrow. Like he's just like he's like just reaping the sorrow in. He's like, I will play you all. Bring me your children. Let me eat your children. Your lives mean nothing to me. I am Matthew McConaughey. He's like Galactus, eater of worlds. Awesome. But you know, it's it's a shame that more people didn't clap when he thanked God. Oh know? yeah, well they needed to clap more. I think it's funny too. Like, I wonder how many of those uh, those little Oscar ballots God has to fill out in order to get his like to to get a personal thank you. Right. Well, you know, the thing is that it's just one, but it's a big oversized novelty. Yeah, it's a huge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he erased everybody's name except for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Bill Clinton wins the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank all you ladies out there for voting for me. We, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord, open hearts. So the first story we're going to cover comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. It comes from pausing while it fucking loads up. That's what it comes from. <laughs> it comes from I'm load like, time. Load. Just load. I blew my wad after that last joke. It was a refractory period. Swing low. This comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. <laughs> friendly Atheist blog. UK court overrules Jehovah Witnesses' parents. Orders their infant to undergo life-saving <laughs> blood transfusions. Oh, the horror, Cecil. To give the infant life-saving blood transfusions. Now, if you're if you're a Jehovah's Witness, your your kid can have complex heart disease with no long-term prospect of survival um, if he does not have cardiac surgery, that's cool because Jesus loves you. But if you give him blood, if you give him blood during the fucking cardiac surgery, then I don't know, fucking Satan blood. I don't even know how that works. Like (laughs) I'm not even sure how to follow that through. You got to read the little ticket. Read the little ticket there. Yeah, it says no blood transfusions. As a God-fearing Christian and a believer of Jehovah's word, Jehovah's, I am a Jehovah God. The I am Bible, a Jehovah God. I hereby demand that blood in <laughs> any way. What are you, a judge? What the fuck is I, happening here? I demand. Fuck your demands. I hereby demand that blood in any way, shape, or form is not to be fed into my body. What the fuck how, does that mean? I don't know. Fed into your body. Do you understand how blood works? It, I'm, 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 it's not, you're not vampires <laughs> it's, just because you're in the a ER. Fucking, it's not a Capri Sun. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking, it's, it, I mean, it may look like one, like a blood bag may look like a Capri Sun, <laughs> but you don't put the fucking straw I was in say, there and the slurp it up. that little straw yeah. in there. <laughs> I know. It's like a Capri Sun V8, you yeah. know, just shooting that shit all over the place. You're riding no, along you fucking... in the back of a bumpy ambulance, like, trying to get yeah. that stuff. <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> I can't I keep on trying to hit the thing. It's like threading a needle back there. <laughs> I 
keeps stabbing his own hand. Like, <laughs> it's like it. threading a needle in turbulence on a plane. <laughs> it's like impossible. It says, however, uh, however, blood substitutes may be used in case of extreme loss of blood. Well, and then he quotes quotes Leviticus because no, this is good. Uh, that's well, fucking Leviticus. You must not eat the blood of any sort of flesh. Again, nom, 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 nom. That's not how that works. <laughs> and they even say here, too, they say they could do bloodless surgeries. I guess that this is something that they go for, bloodless surgeries. But you're like, it's an open heart surgery. It's a fucking heart a surgery. Baby, how the dude. fuck do you do a fucking non-blood surgery when you're cutting into the heart? Right. And like, what what blood substitute? You know what's a good blood substitute? Other people's blood. Other people's blood. <laughs> That's yeah, the blood right. substitute I'm going for. I'll tell you yeah. what, like, if I fucking need surgery and they're like, mm, we need to give them blood, I'll take it out of the fucking doctors and nurses if I have to. <laughs> but give me all the blood. I don't give a fuck if I sparkle in sunshine. Vampire. That's how much fucking yeah. blood I'll take. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. And, like, especially, like, a baby, too. Like, because babies have, like, infants, they don't have the same kind of blood volume you and I have. Like, they're smaller humans. Like, they have much, right. much less blood. They have, like, a pint of blood, man. Yeah. So if you do a surgery and the kid loses, you know, like, a fucking shot glass of blood, like, that's a oh, significant shit. percentage of blood yeah. volume at yeah. that point. I've cut many infants, and I know you're right. right. Absolutely, 100% <laughs> they don't right. Believe. It's not even just, hard to wash it out of the sofa. It, <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're essentially saying, though? I mean, I, I, when they say, like... You know, you gotta. We're basically not gonna let you do the surgery unless you can do it bloodless. Is they're basically saying like it's cool. Throw this one out. I'll, I'll make a new sure, one. Sure, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're they they uh, you are essentially dooming your child to death, or or not. And the thing is, is it's not like you're dining out because the take home box here is not nearly as cute. <laughs> and I don't even care if you take it like put that kid in foil and make it look like a goose. It is still not still as whimsical. <laughs> no matter what you do. <laughs> You're like leaving the hospital with a doggy bag. Like, oh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Small little boxes. One of those little Chinese takeout containers. Yeah. <laughs> it's folded on the top. It's like, um, yeah, if you could put them in there and yeah. then while oh. you're at it, fried rice. Well, that's, I mean, that's clearly fried what you're, you're willing to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're clearly willing to kill your own child. Like that is something that I could never wrap my head around. I don't is that you're, it. you're, you, I mean, I don't even have a child, but. You know, I, I, and I know, and I'm not comparing the two. Please don't think I'm comparing the two. But like, I, I had to put one of my cats down recently, right? And like, the the pain and and the anguish that I went through putting my cat down, I couldn't. Um, I mean, and I had to, you know, essentially be around when my father died, right? So the the pain and anguish I went through there too. I can't imagine. Now, those are full lives, right? Those are two full lives. My cat was like 13. My dad was like fucking 75 or whatever. You know what I mean? So like full lives were lived. Right. So there was, there's never this lamenting of, oh man, you know, I can't, because like what happens when a fucking, like a fifth grader dies? You yeah, know what I mean? Right, just like, right. there's nothing there. It's like, it's like you had a, a tiny little life where you had a glimpse of, you know, what could have been an amazing thing you know, an amazing life, but instead that your life is snuffed out. Now fucking amplify that by a million because it's your fucking newborn. <laughs> and you just do it just because it's like, well, you see this very old book. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Uga, chaka, uga, uga, chaka, 
Holy shit. This link is the best. I fucking love this link. Look at the top link. Look at the top link. That <laughs> dude was staring at you. The Florida man. <laughs> Let me describe this to listeners. So this comes from the raw story, right? And when you click on the raw story, there is always, you know, a handful of stories that are across the top that have like some kind of an image and then the uh, headline underneath it. And this one <laughs> has a picture of a dude whose eyes be red to pop. Like they are going to yeah. like explode out it's his It's like skull. he's on the surface of Mars in that movie <laughs> right, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he just got done touching a woman with three titties. Like that's right, exactly yeah, it. Said yeah, two weeks, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. So slurred his words. It's got this picture of this guy who's like looking at the camera like he's never fucking seen Earth before. Are you kidding me? He's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no need to because the the headline is Florida man has sex with Pitbull in his yard as neighbors beg him to stop. Blah. That's not even the story you want to cover, but like, what? Fuck. Why is that happening? Oh, that guy's face is the best, like, though, man. The neighbors, like, how does that even work? The neighbors are like, can you stop <laughs> fucking that read dog the in the yard? I don't even want to. I don't even know that that link is safe to click. Like, like I'm just like, I don't know that that's a safe link. Whoa. Like, in the neighbor, like, I don't even know. Again, like, how does that, like, what? what's the etiquette when your neighbor, because, like, clearly there's an etiquette when you're like, oh, you know, I got to shovel my driveway and like right. my 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 right. sidewalk, and I stop sort of at the boundary line because I don't want to. Or when you want to borrow your neighbor's weed whacker for right, like, yeah, you know, like how many an etiquette there? Yeah, you got to give it, a, you got to give it back within a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, like, so, or it's yours, right? Yeah. So what's the Forever. etiquette when your neighbor's fucking a pit bull <laughs> in his backyard? In his front yard, right? Like, hey, Jim, maybe take that inside, huh? Can you just uh, stop the dog? You just gotta walk over and just. You know, just try to make conversations. Right? Just be like, so, how about them Knicks, yeah. huh? Also, uh, <laughs> fucked any good dogs in your yard lately? And like, at what point are you so overtaken with lust that you're like, I'm doing this right in the yard? Yeah. We're not even, I don't give <laughs> don't a fuck. Don't you have a house? <laughs> right? Like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, you're in your yard. You would think you would have some <laughs> private place that you could take your pit bull uh, for your, you know, sexual rendezvous. The fucking moment just overcame them both and they couldn't keep their <laughs> paws off each other. <laughs> he had to engage in some heavy petting. <laughs> We haven't even talked about the story yet. Oh, man. Oh, shit. So the actual story. <laughs> Kentucky Baptist churches giving away guns to lure unchurched man to Jesus. Unchurched men. Because oh, church is a verb now, and you could be on it. Like, right? Like, you got <laughs> you got unchurched. De-churchified. We got to bring in them de-churchified folk into our church. <laughs> Rechurch them. That's what oh, we gotta man. do. We gotta. You see, the problem is Cecil. They ain't been properly churched. We gotta rechurch them. I can't em. understand you unless you're blowing in a jug. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Let me transcribe. Let me let me transcribe that to spoon and washboard for a minute. <laughs> it's like the Hick Morris Code. Instead of SOS, it's you sure got a pretty mouth. You sure got a pretty mouth. You sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> I love the picture of this guy in like his his camouflage in his lodge, and he's got all these dead heads on the wall there. Is that what that is? I couldn't see him because he was camo. Oh yeah. yeah, no, you just thought it was a floating gun. I just thought it was a you got to kind of cross your eyes. It's like one of those one of those <laughs> things you used to get like in the nineties where you 
had to find the peg. You got to kind of cross your eyes a little. Right, yeah, and then let them unfocus. Him. And yeah. yeah, I got them. No, yeah. I got them now. I got him. You now. got him. It's now. like that awesome okay. video of that octopus that like disappears. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's like a predator, basically. <laughs> oh man! Well, you know the nice thing is this he does. That sound like <laughs> he self-destructs in the end. <laughs> we couldn't be so lucky, Tom. <laughs> This guy is great. He says here, he says, I want to read a little bit of what he says. Chuck McAllister, a former Outdoor Channel hunting show host who is in charge of the effort, told the Courier Journal that his 1,678 men have already made professions of faith at Second Amendment celebrations where they showed up hoping to get guns as door prizes in uh, in the last year. And I, the only thing I can compare that to is like when you get the free vacation and you have to hear the spiel about the timeshare. Right. Like, it's, like, like, <laughs> like, it's like, I'll go to get a free gun, but I ain't going to believe. Sure. Look, the thing is, man, I like shooting. So like, I'll yeah. go like, but why is there a church having a second amendment celebration? I know. Right? It's like the awesome church is like, you know what Jesus loved? The Second Amendment. Wait a minute. <laughs> Jesus, hold, look. Hold the fucking phone. Cause and as Jesus said, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. So this next story comes from Bulawayo. This may not be this, true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. Um, no, this website seems legit. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, pastor orders female congregants to come to church with no underwear for Christ to true. enter. Uh, there are reports <laughs> of a Kenyan pastor who ordered all female congregants to go to the church free. That is without bras and panties for Christ to enter their lives. And by enter their lives, I think he means so he can look at their vaginas. <laughs> Tell you what, though, in comparison to the last story, this is a way to get me to church. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like this is clearly like this would work. I would go to this church because, I mean, you're going to get a free gun. Who cares? I own a gun. I don't own one of these. Right. Oh, wait, wait. That came out wrong. I didn't I didn't mean to own one of those. I mean, what I mean, Tom, tell these nice people I'm not a racist. I can't do it. <laughs> what are you I just can't. As you dig yourself further and further into a hole, it's just. I it's will awesome say that I would go on that bounce house on the right there. I would, that's incredible. That I'll is, tell you what, that is something else. I would go to this church in a minute. It's, here's the thing: they need to combine these two churches. Like, yes. so it's like, oh, good Lord. it's just like, welcome to the fucking first annual guns and pussy giveaway. Like, yeah. <laughs> like take your pick. Multi shots. <laughs> just, <laughs> blow your wad and blow your wad. Here we go. It's <laughs> round and round we go. Where we stop, nobody knows. It's the fucking. And then they should do some fucking snake handling, if you know what I mean. Right. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. I, like I, I don't know. Like the thing is, is, we can't be sure that this is this is a true story, right? But um, I don't think it matters because it's fucking awesome because it's I mean, it's really like this is this if it is true, let, let's presume it is. Let's just say it is for the sake of argument. Let's say it's true. This is exactly what, you know, most people would be using this power for. They wouldn't be using it for good. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would be using it for personal gain. Right. What's 
<laughs> what exactly would be the uh like if this was like your superpower, like your superpower is to like tell ladies to come to church without fucking underpants. Like right. how exactly do you translate that into fighting crime or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you always wanted to win the lottery? Do you suffer from chronic poverty syndrome? Do you have real problems that are too much work to actually work on? Would you rather pretend to help than actually help? Prayer might be right for you. Please note, some side effects for prayer may not be reported. Always consult your pastor, shaman, imam, rabbi, or witch doctor, or holy book specialist for medical advice. Side effects may include gullibility, loss of funds, magical thinking, subjugation of women, brainwashing of children, loss of libido, inability to converse without the good word, and crippling diarrhea. Stop taking prayer immediately if you experience any of the following. Evolution, existential anxiety, books, uncontrollable laughter during services, or cognitive dissonance. So this story comes from the Progressive Secular Humanist blog at Patheos. Idaho GOP protects faith-healing parents, sanctions child abuse. Idaho Republicans killed a bill designed to protect children from faith-healing parents. So you can, in Idaho, faith-heal your children. Now, just so that everybody understands what that means, it means that you can medically neglect your children for Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, that means. what it means. You that's know. exactly what it means. Yeah, because you're not going to fucking faith heal anybody. Like, there won't be any healing. It's not even fucking Al Green's sexual healing. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> Unless you go, that's at the Catholic <laughs> Church down the road. Well, there's a different Catholic Church for that right, sexual right. healing. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. 100% right. There's no healing. You know, it's like it, it's like a bottle of of faith healing. And on the asterisk says healing not included. Right. Exactly. Like, it's right there on the fucking label. There's no fucking way that you're actually going to be healed by this, but it's you still allow us to do our fucking rain dance anyway. Yeah, these claims have not been evaluated by the FDA, you know, because they're fake. That's why. Right. Because they're just, right. you know, you may as well have, like, just fucking rub some dirt on it healing, right? Or, yeah, like, walk it sure. off healing. <laughs> like, if you're just going right. to, like, make shit up, you should just make <laughs> shit up, like... We should just be like they should they should kill a bill that says like, yeah, if your kid gets sick, throw a dodgeball at him. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, just fuck it. I don't care. Like, just feed him earthworms until he dies. Who, right. Who gives a shit? Like, your kid doesn't sick, matter. Doesn't matter. You should just throw him in the fucking trash. Your kid's fucking sick. Chuck him out. Get a new one. Who cares? Fuck him. Doesn't matter. Jehovah's Witness. Who gives a shit? You know, you could faith heal all you want. Uh most of the time a fever, right? The kid gets sick, gets a little virus, whatever, gets sick, whatever. There's nothing. It's not like it's going to kill him, right? Same thing with like the sniffles or, you know, whatever. Sure, a little some shit cough, that's just going to go things. away. You know, yeah. Some stuff that's going to go away, faith heal it all you want. But when we're talking about something that's really, really dire, this is, you know, this is when they're, you know, they're trying to faith heal kids with cancer. They're trying to faith heal kids with like fucking, you know, massive internal bleeding and shit. Well, you know, what occurs to me, too, is like it, we, we talk about this in terms of people dying. Right. But then what about just the kids that just suffer like that? Right. Just that they don't die, but they have like remember when we talked about that one kid with the fucking enormous tumor on his fucking head. Yeah. The kid had like a tumor that was obscuring like both of its eyes and like ate yeah, it. And, it, and it probably caused fi like finally caused like damage to the eye or whatever, right. like like permanent damage. Right. 
And they were just like, yeah, fucking rub some fucking magic oils on it. Like, that's not a thing. You can't do that. So not only are these kids, you know, some of these kids dying, but some other kids are just, they're just experiencing tremendous suffering for no reason. And what occurs to me is like, do you faith heal them if they need glasses? Like, if kids need fucking corrective lenses, do you just fucking pray sure. over them to see if their eyes if they're get hard better? of hearing or something. Right. Yeah. yeah I don't do you think pray for they... fucking God's hearing aids? Right. What about brushing their teeth? Why bother doing that? Just faith, just faith brush. Faith enamel. Right. Just yeah. fucking faith. And, and truthfully, like, why do anything? If God is just going to swoop in and save the fucking day, why even feed yourself? Just fucking faith food. Just, I'm going to eat fucking, yeah. I <laughs> mean, a big it. fucking pile of faith. Ah, faith with yeah. faith sauce. Look at that. I love yeah. it. It's so fucking delicious. <laughs> I got a big pile of belief. With a side of faith. That's what I'm having. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking real skinny and I died. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a break and we're going to give you some information on how to donate to the show, how to find us, all that kind of good crap. And uh, we'll come back and ruin the rest of it in just a moment. If you would like to contact the show, visit the website dissonancepod.com for the links to the Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus and email accounts. You can also call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Did you know that you can become a patron of the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod. And you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you don't want to donate money, please take a moment to give us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell a like-minded friend about the show. So to everyone who supports the show, Glory Hole, you fucking rock. So this story also comes from the wrong... There's that fucking guy again. <laughs> Jesus. He's, there he is. He's, he's fucking that dog he's like, again. still fucking that dog. <laughs> still going. Oh, man. Uh, which is even weirder when you consider the story. Sex workers rounded up in Arizona and pushed into church-based programs without charges. Police in Arizona have been rounding up sex workers, bringing them in handcuffs to a Phoenix-area church to meet with investigators and then to choose between a diversion program or possible jail time. Evidently, one of their choices is not do fucking process. Right, right. One of the choices is not... Fucking, would you like to remain silent and we'll call you call your lawyer? You know, right. that's not one of those things. Right. You know, it's yeah. it says here the sex workers are not officially arrested, but are lawfully detained in windowless church rooms without a lawyer present. That doesn't strike me as lawful. Now, I'm no, I, I, I really yeah. no, you know, law talking guy, just like you're not an <laughs> autopsy dude <laughs> or an whatever. Autopsy guy. <laughs> an autopsy making guy. <laughs> but. I can't understand. That's a real job, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite spot from last week. But, you know, I can't understand how you can put somebody in handcuffs and drive them to a place that they're not allowed to leave and call yeah, that no lawfully like, detained. It's like, that's kidnapping. Right? That's not anything but kidnapping. It's like, motherfucker, am I under arrest or not? Like, I either I'm under arrest or I'm free to go. Like, I think those are my two options. And I think those a lawyer gets to yeah. be present. Yep. No matter what, as soon as I'm like, 
get my ass a lawyer. You know, you don't you don't really have to talk to the police a lot at all. Like when they come up and they're they're gonna arrest you, you just be like, Am I under arrest? Right. I'm not under arrest, am I free to go? And then, you know, if they say you're under arrest, be like, Okay, I want to talk to my lawyer. Well, do you don't want to talk to us? Nobody's ever gotten off talking to the police. I know, right? Nobody's ever fucking been like the, the, the No, I didn't do it. Oh, okay, well you go. Oh <laughs> man, he said separate. he didn't Hey, Officer fucking Frank, he said he didn't do yeah. it. We, we must have got the wrong guy. Got the oh, wrong never, I, I never understand that. It's so funny. I watched that show, the first 48, and you see these people come in and, you know, they, they had just murdered somebody, but they murdered somebody. They were like maybe in the room at the time or they drove somebody to the crime. They didn't actually do the murder, but they were with somebody at the same time. And the police are like, come on, I know you didn't do it. Just tell me what happened. And they'll be like, yeah, Bones shot the guy in the face, and I was standing right there, but I didn't want to do it. You know, I didn't, I wasn't there to kill him. You know, whatever. He shot him, and then we left. And you know, and the and police officer was like, "Okay, all right, I'm glad you told me." And then, like the next scene is them like they got first degree murder too right, because exactly. fucking basically, like, you know, what I mean, like like nobody's ever been like like acquitted by a police officer. The police officer is there to arrest you, man. That's their fucking job. Right. So the the idea here is that they're not even getting an opportunity to talk to their lawyer. That's not due process. That's that's fucking wrong as hell. Um, them taking them to, a, to a, a church to do this, you know, that compounds it clearly. Um, one thing I did want to talk about too and just touch on really quickly is I am actually for rehabilitation rather than for punishment. Like I feel like our, you know, we've talked about it many times. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have a vengeance system here in the States. It's not about helping these people better themselves it's about punishing them and it's about putting them behind bars for at like really long times especially some of these times don't actually match the crime right so these people get punished for uh exorbitant lengths of time uh in systems that really are not meant for them to come out and be any more well adjusted than they were when they went in uh and i feel like any kind of rehabilitation if wanted is a good thing. Yeah, you know, and the thing that, that that bothers me is they the taxpayers foot the bill here. You know, the taxpayer pays uh, $1,500 a day to the Bethany Bible Church um, during these two-day raids. So, and they, and they do it every, every uh, six months, it says. So taxpayers are paying churches money for programs that don't sound legal to me at all, that right. coerce people into a, uh, a a choice that's not a choice, right? Like, oh, you want right. to go to jail yeah, yeah. or do you want to go to church? Like, sure, that's not a false like, choice. That's yeah. not a that's yeah. not a real choice, you know. Do you want to do you want to go to jail? Or you want to run on your friends and go to jail? You know what I mean? Like, if somebody yeah. said like, hey, do you want to go to jail or do you want me to put this cigar out on your face? I'd be like, cigar, it is. But I didn't will like I didn't choose the cigar. I just chose the lesser of two evils. Like I chose the thing I want to have happen less. Like that's okay, fine. You know, fucking right, right. I didn't really make a fucking choice of my own free will. I fucking it's ridiculous. Absolutely, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. You know, and we did talk. You, you, you brought this up real quickly. You know, the the whole idea that like that they're doing this for sex workers. It strikes me that they're bringing sex workers to a church because there's a um, you know a, a moral component to that work that. This that the church is sort of playing into, you know, that, right. and and they say, and then I'm not making it up because you know the church says when one of the people from 
this Project Rose says, once you've prostituted, you can never not have prostituted. Having that many body parts in your body parts, having that many body fluids near you and doing things that are freaky and weird really messes up your ideas of what a relationship looks like and intimacy. So, you know, clearly this is not just about, um, you know, trying to help women or men or whoever's getting picked up in these raids, trying to help them, you know, through a rough spot in their lives. Like there's, there's an agenda here that's being funded by taxpayers and that's being promoted by a private religious organization. And, and that, that just is not a good public policy. Absolutely not. I totally 100% agree with you. I think it's horrible policy. I think it's bad. It's bad. It's bad for everybody involved. And I think, you know, the worst part I think that that it's doing is, is it's showing that instead of these people that are looking like they're trying to help someone, right? Because they may be, they may very well be very genuine. Right. I have no yeah. idea, right? But they look opportunistic, yep. right? What you look like, what you're perceived as through this is a fucking vulture. That's what you look like to me. So regardless of whether or not your heart's in the right place to help people, that's irrelevant because you clearly look like someone who's taking, you're fucking, you're following an ambulance to the fucking hospital. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. Oh, man, that guy again, Cecil. Fuck. He's, he's all like, over the place. He's like, I'm still you know why fucking he's that got that? I figured it out. I figured out why his eyes are popping out like that. He got Dr. Mike's Jesus juice. That has got to be the case. This comes from the Raw story. Oklahoma's Dr. Mike allowed to continue ejecting miraculous Jesus shot for $300 a pop. A man known as Dr. Mike in Edmond, Oklahoma, is being questioned by the community. By the community? Not by the authorities? About the ingredients? <laughs> right? Yeah, someone in the community should have a fucking police fucking outfit Yeah, on. right? Like, shouldn't somebody have a gun on their hip when they're questioning yeah. him about this? You would think. It would think. Uh, the full name of Dr. Mike is John Michael Lonergan. Um, and I guess, you know, this is a guy whose claim to uh, practice medicine is somewhat dubious. His medicine license was revoked. <laughs> that's, so, that's so, so, so nice of you to say it that way. <laughs> he was conv- I mean, that is the gentlest way to say this guy is a quack ever. You know, well, he was convicted of eight felony counts of tax evasion, mail fraud, right. and healthcare fraud. And after he well, was released, you know, it doesn't get bad until you get to the healthcare fraud, right. and then you're like, oh, but this is—you can still get a license to fucking practice after that. I, I don't even understand this because after he was released from prison, <laughs> right? What was he doing in prison? Was he like, was he like cutting, giving people shine jobs so they could see in the dark, <laughs> a la pitch black? Like, what the fuck were you doing in prison? He, he moved to Oklahoma, so he, he moved from Ohio to Oklahoma, and Oklahoma, in its infinite wisdom, granted him a license to practice medicine on a provisional supervised basis. And so what did he do, Cecil? Did he Supervised? Did he set up a— What do you, what do you have? Hold on, hold on now. A supervised basis. Like, like, 
is there something in like your ankle bracelet that like when you're walking, <laughs> like there's somehow have like a camera in there or like when you pull out your license, like they're actually like there's some way in which that they can communicate with you. What does a supervised basis even mean? I, don't know, I guess I guess maybe it's like like a nurse practitioner or something who has to operate. They just, like, they're like they're like linked to you like a chain gang style. Well, then you have don't you have to wonder like if he's being supervised, like who's the person who's like, mm, I'll take him under my wing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. He, he looks, seems like an upstanding citizen. Like, did he also go to upstairs <laughs> medical college with you, Dr. Nick? <laughs> but it's, it's amazing that, that with all of these uh, challenges, with all of the forces right. of the world allied against Dr. Mike, right. <laughs> Dr. Mike, he was still able to develop uh, the magical formula of the Jesus shot or Jesus juice. Jesus juice. Yeah. I go there in the mall sometimes to Jesus juice. Yeah, it's good. You got to get one of the yeah. uh, power smoothies at there. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> got those really nice blenders there. Yeah, the Jesus juice that Kenyan pastor was hoping to give away some Jesus juice yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, the power of Christ was compelling him. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, he was giving it away for $300 a shot. That's not really although, giving away. They, although the, the pricing structure seems a little weird because at certain points it's $200 for the miracle shot. And then in other places, it's $300. And when they called the person's like, like uh, receptionist, she says, I don't know why my, Dr. Mike calls it that. We, uh, we would have a sit down for a consultation with him, but I don't know what the formula is. But basically, she's like, I don't know why they call it Jesus juice. It's essentially made, developed by the military. And you're like, okay, what? Wait, what the fuck is happening right. here? Clearly, he's just injecting whatever is nearby into people. <laughs> I know, right? Like, it's just food coloring, man. Like, yeah. you know that's what it is. Like, that's the best thing it would be. Like, the best thing that's in here is saline solution yeah. and food coloring. <laughs> that's right, the best, absolutely. That's the best we can hope for. You're giving someone an actual injection. And, like, you know, the other thing you got to think about, too, when the, when they say this stuff is, like, you know, Oh, he's being investigated or whatever. You know, don't people go to jail when they say this will cure all of your ills? Right. Like, aren't there snake I mean, oil is, laws? Exactly. Like, like, I mean, he may as well be bringing his fucking like his fucking covered wagon up, knocking down the back <laughs> and like laying his snake oil out in his, you know, in his fucking suit. Right. Like to sell you. Dr. Like, Mike's invigorating, intoxicating tonic. Yeah. It will put hair <laughs> on your chest and make your bones grow. Let me tell you, folks, it'll cure what ails you. It'll, I mean, it's like it's a fucking carnival barker. It'll, it'll, it'll make the ladies in the front row pull their panties down. <laughs> it's Jesus juice. Now, what happens if you put it in your penis? I wonder. Well, it cures what ails you. It says, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, like it says in here that it is the cure for all pain for life. So I guess, Jesus, there you go. Like you can, you can fucking rub one out epic style. Like it just, it's like fucking the no chafee. It's, it's all good forever. <laughs> <The> no chafee. <laughs> You're like, man, this is the fucking 23rd time I fucking yanked it today, but I'm fucking still going strong. Thanks, Dr. Mike. And you know, there doesn't mean that there aren't groups of people in this country that, uh, you know, that I have sympathy for. I do. And there are kids that were brought into this country by their parents unknowing that they were breaking the law. And they will say to me and others who defend the rule of law, we have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and then, by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. 
It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. Those people would be legalized with the same act. So this story comes from Fox News. Team Obama wins. Team Obama, Jesus Christ. I love Team Obama. Team Obama wins fight to have Christian. Is that the werewolf or is that the vampire? I don't know which one that is. See, let's, let's stop before I even read this thing again. Look at the fucking pictures. Look at the picture of Todd fucking I work from home Starnes down there. The guy who wrote this article. <laughs> like he put on his very best checkered shirt for his fucking news image. Like. <laughs> He's like, hang on a minute. Square glasses. Hang on a minute. That's to make him look smart. This is this is fresh pressed from Target. Let me get this thing on yeah. here. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> this is faded glory from Walmart, my I friend. Gotta, I gotta make it right. <laughs> faded glory, just like my career. Oh no. <laughs> oh shit. Team Obama wins fight to have Christian homeschool family deported. Um, Can't we just shorten Team Obama to Tobama? Tobama. <laughs> I'm gonna get the shirts like I'm Team Obama, and then the other shirt would just be like I'm the other team. Like, what's the other team? <laughs> like, I don't even right? know. Like Team Boehner. Like, I don't even know what it would be. It's it's they're playing this out to say that this this family uh, came to America and they're seeking asylum, right? That's And that's the crux of this story is they're seeking asylum. They're asylum seekers. So they're, they're coming here and they're, they're saying that they are facing religious persecution because they want to homeschool their children. They're coming from Germany. Germany does not allow for homeschooling. So they came to America and America's like, no, get the fuck. Like that's not actual religious persecution. That's called a free education. Like yeah. you can't, you cannot claim religious persecution because the state of Germany wants to give you a fabulous education, yeah. what, right? <laughs> right. Like right, how is right. that? How is that religious persecution? Religious persecution would be like I'm gay in Uganda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be religious that's a persecution. Very different. That's a very different thing. I, I, I found it fascinating that they're talking about how bad it is that these people are being deported, and. You know, the fact is, is that they came here on false pretense. They said, you know, what we, we're looking for asylum and it's religious persecution. They're like, no, it's not religious persecution. They just don't want you to homeschool. So that's not a thing. You know, it's like like I could see if there were, you know, something involved in this where it was, you know, where we disagreed with their law, let's say, where we sure, thought, you right. know, this law was barbaric in some way. Like you said, the Ugandan, the homosexual from Uganda. That law is barbaric. They want to seek asylum. I, you know, there's no problem with that. But the fact is, is that there's plenty of people who get deported each year and they want to bring it. What they want to try to do is they want to try to make this sort of false dichotomy where they say, well, look at he's he's deporting these Christians. These Christians are getting deported. Team Obama is is a, is basically deporting them. And I mean, they're clearly using language in this, even in the headline that's showing you that you know he's not friendly to these people and he's willing to deport them because there's this there's this myth out there that Obama is not deporting people when they're illegal that is a myth let me tell you he's deporting more people Obama has deported more people um than any of the presidents that have become before him in in by a lot we're talking about by like 100,000 a year the most i think 
before him was uh, in close to 300,000, but there has been over 400,000 people a year are getting deported since Obama's taken office. And, you know, they're, they're, a lot of these people are also Christian. A lot of these people are Catholic. Right. They just happen to be brown. Yep. Right? They just happen to be a different color. Well, they're probably poor, they, too. They, you know, they're almost there. certainly yeah. very poor. And, you know, like, like, why is it that why is it that uh, this somehow has some sort of favored view with the Republicans that somebody wants to come here because they're like, oh, you know, I'm coming here because I want to just homeschool my kids. What's wrong with, oh, I'm coming here because I just want a better life for my family. Yeah, well, that's somehow less yeah. than what these people are doing. Is it less because of the ideals or is it less because of who's doing it? Well, you know, I think I think the answer is it's because of who's doing it, obviously, right? You know, it's like it 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 if if you can't seek asylum because you don't have food to feed your family, like that's a fucking real problem. Like I live in I live in abject poverty with no hope for my future or family. Can I seek asylum for that? You know, the answer is no, you can't. Right. You cannot seek asylum for that. But these fucking goobs have decided like, well, I, you know, fuck, if I stay in Germany, then I'll have to send my kids to school. So what? All of a sudden that is somehow worthy of uh, being being granted access to the country when, like you said, so many hundreds of thousands of people are deported yeah. every year. Two million since 2009. It's unbelievable. Two million. Right. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, I'd like to come over here and work hard and earn a living to feed my family. No, get the fuck. You're out gone. And I just believe that as believers in, in Jesus Christ who see the authority of Scripture, I believe that the Lord, is through His strong right arm, will have Israel's back and will be your protector. The question is, will we as, as the United States cooperate, cooperate in standing with Israel and blessing Israel, or will we join those nations that come against her? So this next story comes from Right Wing Watch, and it's nice to see somebody not fucking their dog on this page. Bachman, American Jews sold out Israel to help Obama. Bible predicts U.S. will turn against oh, Israel God. in the end of times. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I just, you know, it's like, you know what reading something from, from Bachman is like, Cecil? It's like when you go to the fucking amusement park and you get on the roller coaster and you get to that weightless moment at the very top, and you know you're about to descend <laughs> you're about into to the drop. bowels of absolute insanity, and there's nothing right. you can do because you're fucking strapped in for the ride. You're committed at yeah. this point. It's done. <laughs> Your opportunity to go fucking have funnel cake is over, my friend. For the, <laughs> but the opportunity to give funnel cake to other people is just starting. Arrive, yeah. right? <laughs> So uh, Bachman was speaking with the Family Research Council head, uh, Tony Perkins, yesterday. <laughs> he's just a head, yeah. too. Because that's... He's just, <laughs> he's he's just, just a, head a disembodied like head. He's like, he's like a Futurama head. And Bachman warned that uh, President Obama is threatening Israel. I'm, I'm not sure how, because she doesn't ever say... No, exactly well. how Obama is threatening Israel, probably by expressly supporting Detail, Israel. I, I think it's because there's, you know, constantly talk that Israel is going to have to eventually concede the point and allow for a two state solution. Like 
that that is the only path to peace in prosperity in the region that will ever occur. And it's been the same fucking conversation now for fucking 60 goddamn years. And just because we got a new guy having this conversation for the next eight years, I guess Earth is going to explode or something. (laughs) Right. You know, I was actually I read an article recently about the situation over there and what what made it really interesting was uh, they're talking about how they're it's not just a fight over like religion or this line in the ground. The article put it in the terms of they're fighting over resources like access to water and things. And it really put it in a totally different light to me because I always thought it was like, oh, well, who cares? Just a spot of ground. But it's like there's a lot of weird resource stuff going on over there because they're not treating any of their water, I guess. They're just like dumping it into the sea at this point. So, and because of the weird situation over there, the water's just sort of just not being reclaimed. <laughs> so, they, because, what? so it's just, it's just an awful fucking situation. It's just a terrible situation over there in every way. Oh God. It's a, I mean, it's a fucking nightmare. And you know, the problem is that it's going to, uh, it's going to end up in the end times, Cecil. We're going to have, well, we're going to have fucking locusts with helmets and uh, those are the sun's yeah. going to hit the earth like Look, three times. You don't have a fucking you're not reading Revelation with a critical eye. Tom. I know. God damn it. The locusts God have metaphorical it. helmets. <laughs> <They're> not- <laughs> that means that they're immune to Roundup, right? <laughs> they're GMO locusts. They're, they're GMO locusts. I love it. They're like they fly over and they like try to eat organic corn. Like, fuck, if only yeah. we had helmets, it, it would be. God. And then God comes down and he's like, I can give y'all some little tiny, like, like Roundup Monsanto helmets. Hang on. I got, let me count how many locusts. They had little lambs on them. They looked really cute. They were like football helmets. Oh, this is going to take some time. One, two, three. There's a lot of y'all. When I said a plague, I didn't mean, be, oh man, I hope I got enough in this here bag of helmets. from my spirit bag of helmets okay so so really it's just another idiot spouting off at the end times right it's just another one of these another christian spouting off of course this christian has a lot more power than normal because she's a you know Stark she actually, lunatic. <laughs> she well she's not only just a lunatic but she also has voting power right right in uh in the Congress, in Congress. But uh, here's the thing that I think I was, uh, that I was sort of focusing on when I was reading this. They talk about how this end times prophecy is going to be coming because it's a big battle over, there's going to be a massive battle that takes over in place over in Israel and all this. I, I have to wonder if after all, it's all over, and if there is some sort of battle or whatever, if it's going to be like one of those self-fulfilling prophecies, because we've put all this effort into, you know, into this myth, right? We've put all this baggage, we've tacked all this baggage onto the the fact that Israel needs to stay a country, right? We've tacked it all on and said, oh, well, it's got to, you know, it's God's whatever chosen people, yada, yada, yada. And we have all these crazy people over here who think that, you know, there's no way it can fall because if it does, then it's, you know, fucking clearly going to be the end times. If something does happen over there that does, you know, really sort of flip the switch, not only would some crazy shit over here happen because people would think like fucking Harold Camping like that it's the end times. Right, right. But then also... 
we also have, you know, leaders of the state like Michelle Bachman, who is a leader of the state, who's going to call for some really massive retaliation, which could spiral everything out of control. So when people are like, oh, well, you know, this end time stuff is bullshit. Well, you know, they could make it not be bullshit. Sure. Right. You know, that's that's a good point, too, because like if you are a believer, like a true believer in this nonsense, um, the end times isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. The, She's even said as much. Yeah, the, the, the end times is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy. How can that be bad? If the Bible is inerrant, right, and if right. God is good and kind and just, then how can the end times prophecy be unjust or something that, and if it's not unjust, then why would I want to avoid it? So, you know, you've got a great point that if, when you have world leaders taking this fucking nonsense worldview seriously, they could be like, whoo, finally, the end times. Right, right. Time to fucking hit the big red easy button and blow up Earth. <laughs> no shit. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story also comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Hagee. John Hagee. John Hagee spent most of yesterday's Hagee hotline. By the way, there's a Hagee hotline. <laughs> Hagee hotline. What are you wearing, Pastor Hagee? <laughs> Called the Hagee hotline. Are, are you wearing a purple shirt? I love it when you wear your purple Look at shirt, that. Pastor Hagee. So hot, Pastor Hagee. Is, he, is, is, your, is your hair parted on its side with your little <laughs> tiny glasses and your giant piggy face? Because that makes me so hot, Pastor Hagee. Unbutton your shirt. I want to see your soft pink flesh. <laughs> I want to see your snow white fur. (laughs) He spent most of yesterday's Hagee hotline explaining to his viewers how the current crisis in Ukraine is a precursor to the invasion of Israel. (laughs) We got to listen to this together. All right, let's do it. All right. Okay, so hold on. So we're going to stop it periodically, um, but we're going to start it together and we're going to listen to it for a few minutes and we're going to stop. We're going to try to listen to the whole thing, though, because it's so worth listening to. So here he is. Hagee hotline. We're starting it. Now, the question has been asked, who is Gog and what is Magog? Gog is a man, and Magog is his kingdom. Oh, yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. And we know that this is Russia because... We know that it's Russia. The Bible very clearly says in the 15th verse... Why does it just say it's fucking Russia if it's that clear? Then you will come from your place out of the far north. You and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, a great company and a mighty army, and you will come up, come up against my people, Israel, like a cloud to cover the yep, land. That didn't happen. It Russia did not do that. Russia did not invade Israel on horses. First, the prophecy says that they're going to be coming out of the north. So hold on a second. I just want to take a look at a map. Yeah, is there quick. anything other than Russia north of Israel? <laughs> Because that's right. That's our that's our point. That's our point. So I don't think there is. I think I think that it, Israel's on the North Pole. Israel's. <laughs> All right. So let's take a quick Ganderino here. And see. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Israel. There's a map. And there's nothing. There's nothing above it, Tom. And make sure. Well, that- let me just say. Let me just say that there's nothing habitable about right. it, <laughs> like Syria no. or. Yeah. Lebanon or Turkey or Georgia sure. or Russia no, sh- or quiet. Ukraine. No, it could be <laughs> Bulgaria, Romania, Belarus, no. <laughs> Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia. <laughs> Certainly not Finland or, Swi- or, or, or Sweden or Norway. 
No. I mean, specifically, is Canada Russia. north? I mean, it doesn't say because it doesn't say due north. Yeah, clearly, yeah, clearly right? it doesn't say north because I mean, we could talk about France, right? Being north it's just saying north. It's not, not fucking due north. It's right. not exactly. Well, and then only. what's with the horses? I don't know. Like, like, are you fucking high, dude? Yeah, well, like, horses are a metaphor. That's the thing that drives me crazy. They're a metaphor. I love it when they talk about, like, horses. You're just like, yeah, horses? Really? They're going to bring horses down? <laughs> what, is Putin going to ride a Clydesdale into <laughs> battle? You know, the only thing about that, Cecil, is that I can actually picture Putin on a Clydesdale. <laughs> no, right? like, he'd ride a bear in off and a fucking sword in his hand like or clenched yeah. between his teeth as he single-handedly yeah. attacks, you know, the Ukraine. All of the people. Right. He cuts a tank in half. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's, he's going on horseback, so let's not, let's not lose our place, goddammit. That's right now. What you are seeing happening... On the television screen, television screen is the Russian bear coming Russian back to bear. life. Putin. Wanting to be a global <laughs> superpower. It's going to take all of the nations it can with him, and there will be, at some point in the future, a land invasion led by the Russians. The prophet Ezekiel very clearly says, Iran, the Arabic nations, Libya, Germany, Turkey are coming together under the leadership of Russia. You see that happening right now. They're going to come like a cloud to descend on the nation of Israel, and God is going to destroy five out of six of them. Did he just say that Ezekiel says Germany? I think he did. There's no way Ezekiel says Germany because Germany wasn't made into a state until like the 900s. Germany, though, is is clearly Germany is clearly not fucking in the Bible because it's not a thing. Right. Well, it's a thing full of horses, probably. It's where you get all your horses. It's Russia's stable. That's what <laughs> a lot of people don't know that it's, it's Russia's talking about Germany. Clearly in Ezekiel, it says Germany. No, it yeah. doesn't. No, It says it in Ezekiel, but you have to have a magic yeah, Bible he, that has. Yeah, but he words. wrote it in the margin. Right, exactly. What happened. Oh, it, yeah. I marked mine up a little bit. I did a little book noting. Yeah. I did a little book right. noting in this here Bible. How's it going to do that? I'm going to tell you in the next two minutes. One, Ezekiel, the uh, 19th chapter, Ezekiel, the 19th verse, the 38th chapter, says, I'm going to send a massive earthquake that's going to open the earth and swallow those, some of those nine armies. And then after that, I'm going to cause friendly fire to break out. There's going to be a massive confusion. The Bible says every man's sword will be turned against his brother. You have nine invading armies there speaking nine different languages, shooting nine different weapon systems, and God's going to see to it that that gets confused and they wipe out a great deal of themselves. But lastly, God says, I'm going to rain hailstones. Because in the Old Testament, sinners were stoned to death. And God is going to stone to death the people that come against the nation of Israel. Please understand, Israel is going to be victorious and defended by the hand of God. Okay, so he's saying that there's nine different language being used. They're all going to turn their swords on each other, whatever the fuck that means, right? And and they're going to be confused, and God's going to make them confused? Like, aren't they already confused? I would think so, but clearly they're not that fucking confused. 
Like, how would you be so confused that you're standing there with a sword and you're like, do I know who do I stab with this sword? Hang on, is it you? <laughs> they, have to wear, they have to wear like shirts and skins, right? Like, it's just like, like a, you, Putin's got to have all his forces take their shirt off. This strikes me, so you know you're fighting the bad guys. <laughs> this strikes me as like like an easy problem to solve, right? Like you're sitting around like scratching, like, mm, man, what do we do? Our soldiers keep stabbing each other. Yeah, well, maybe we could put them all in the same uniform, like a team. <laughs> yeah, we you know? can give them all like a. We could put them on one side of the conflict. Right. We'll just call it you know? Team Don't Stab Me, buddy. That's what we'll call it. He's going to be like raining hailstones down on people. Like, it's like, like the fucking bullets and tanks and fucking missiles and all the shit we have is not enough. God's got to open up the fucking earth and rain hail down on people just so the Bible could get its fucking licks right. in. And I love, too, it's like, yeah, God's going to fucking send hailstones. You know what I would believe the Bible is if it said something like, and lo, God will splitteth the atom, and fucking great energy <laughs> right. will be released, and lo, but that will equals and MC lo squared. equals right? MC squared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of, like, balls of ice are going to hit you in the head. Like, okay, yeah, right. fuck you, dude. And a donkey <laughs> like, will poop in the street. How do you scare a primate? You know, like you you have an earthquake and a hailstorm. Like, like, and the earthquake's going to swallow up that many people? I don't think yeah. you anticipated there being 7 billion people. Is there a fault line over there? Is there a, I just got to see. There, there have to be a fault line fucking everywhere. Like an earthquake that swallows up five out of six people. Isn't that what he said? Five out of six people get fucking earthquake. Five out of six people in the army, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking earthquake. It's not like the fucking Spanish Armada, like where they're all together, they're going to get hit by a fucking big storm. It's not how modern armies work. Plus, it's Russia. It's, isn't it Russia? Like, it was, yeah. it was Russia before. Like, Russia will just... Russia, Russia don't give no fuck. Like, Russia proved that in World War II. It's like, it's, it's like an earthquake eats a bunch of Russians. Russia's like, you know, one thing we got... More Russians. It's a lot of Russians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like we sent a lot of Russians to Israel. How many got eaten, sir? Right. All of them. Well, get more Russians. Like, right. When in doubt, throw more Russians at the problem. Russians are like fucking Pringles cans. Once you <laughs> pop, you can't stop. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just keep going. There's and that you know, like like I love how they gotta dig into their Bible, right? And they look at it and they're like, oh, well, he clearly says here. No, he does not clearly say. He does not clearly say that the Ukraine and Russia will get into this fucking argument and there will be a coup and they'll fucking march troops in over there and Obama will say, hey, don't do that shit. It doesn't say any of that stuff. Right. 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 It, it says like, and a did. land in the north will do a thing. And you're just like, oh, great. Be a little more vague, Bible. Thanks very much for being super fucking vague. And then every single... Every single fucking technology is 2,000 years ago. Every single fucking thing that you need to be scared of is stuff we fucking clearly are not afraid of anymore, you know, because we know how fucking earthquakes work now. You know what I mean? Like, in right. comparison to back right. then, we were just like, an earthquake is just a fucking, who knows? But now it's like, yeah, we kind of know sort of where the earthquakes happen right. and how like, they oh, work. Little plate tectonics never hurt anybody. Like, shh, no, quiet. It's fucking... 
It's God eating people. Nom, 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 nom. It's the mouth of Jesus. Ah, I've come to swallow you up. Yeah, There delicious. are people, though, Tom, and this is the fucking <laughs> scariest shit, that fucking gobble this fucking douchebag's fucking vomit up. They see him talk, and they're like, oh, man, I'm fucking watching the fucking Hagee experience again. Man, he's really <laughs> fucking, he's totally spot on about this thing happening with the end times. Well, he's talking about the end times every fucking week. It's like that Harold Camping. Like, after a certain point, you're just like, dude, the end times didn't come yet. You keep talking about the end times, and they didn't fucking show up yet. You know what he is? He's like he's like a parent who always counts to three and nothing happens. And, right, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> don't make me count to three. One, a two. two. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. I was hoping nothing you'd stop happened, by the time I got to three. Fuck. So we want to thank a couple of people for being subscribers on Patreon. We want to thank you very much, uh... Louis or Luis, I'm not sure. Um, Michael, John, Aaron, uh, Ian, Daniel, Shelby, Jeff, Max, Stefan, Joel, Jeff, Curtis, Orlando, Greg, Philip, and Jennifer. Thank you very much for your donations. We we absolutely appreciate everybody's uh everybody's donations on patreon this last week i released the episode uh, a day early or maybe i want to say maybe 12 hours early on patreon so if you want to check it out a little early and you're a patron you can go check it out i also released a clip that we didn't put in the show last time because last show's last show was like an hour and 38 minutes and there was a little funny bit that thomas had did but we just didn't have space for it. So I put it on Patreon for people who wanted to check it out. So the patrons got a chance to, to listen to that. So if you want to donate per show on a per, per episode basis, uh, you can always go to patreon.com slash dissonance pod and you can donate uh, donate some money to the show. And we appreciate every bit of it. Yeah, we do. It's 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 going to help pay for the hot wings and heart attacks. That's yeah. that's really... I'm, I'm going to get like, a defibrillator installed directly next to the, and I mean, that's really, you're just paying future shows that way. Yeah. You know, I actually replaced all of my uh, smoke detectors with defibrillators. That's a good it call. Just, it just seemed like the right call. Good call. You know? So we want to congratulate Faye. Uh, last, uh, when we were doing, when they were doing the Secular FM 24-hour podcast-a-thon, uh, Faye was one of the people I had said I was going to give away a free shirt. Faye had said that she, you know, she had donated at the right time, so she got the shirt. So the shirt is on its way to you. You will soon have a giant gold cock that you can wear on your chest. <laughs> uh, you got the glory hole shirt, so best of luck to you, Faye. Uh, hope you're a listener. Cause if you're not, then enjoy your cock shirt. So, Cognitive dissonance, where winning is losing. Winning <laughs> <laughs> is losing every time. <laughs> so I put up the wrong link last time for the free thought festival. Uh, I messed up and put the wrong link on. So this time, this has happened in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you can check it out. It's the Free Thought Festival. It's going to be, there's going to be some really great speakers. Dan Savage is going to be there. It's April 11th and 12th, 2014. Uh, it's a giant, it looks like a very nice big conference. And Madison, Wisconsin is an awesome place to visit. So um, if you're interested in going, you should check it out. There, it looks like there's going to be a great crew of people uh, and you're going to get a chance to, also network with tons of other atheists and humanists. So check it out if you're in the area. And I will put the link for the correct link, Cindy. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll put that for this episode. That's episode 141. So if you go to the other one, what is it, 140, you're not going to get the right link. So go to the 141. Tom, we got a very funny email from uh, from Jeff. Uh, we did. Um, and the best part is that he, he was referencing our Everyone's a Critic 
show. That's a show we did before this show that was horrible. Um, and he says, I've listened to a few episodes of Everyone a Cri- Everyone's a Critic. I love it. I pretty much suck at everything I try to do in life. But just knowing that however bad it gets, I don't suck as bad as those two, those two guys who once tried to review movies makes me feel better. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm awesome. glad we could help, Jeff. I think it's true, too. So <laughs> oh, it's for fucking certain Oh, my true. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I you know I haven't listened to any of those. I know that there's a few shows in there that were good, but I, as I recall, they were only good because of the fucking like first portion. <laughs> they, they, they were good. good. They were good on accident. Yeah, they were good on accident right. for sure. That's funny. I love that. I love your picture too. The the avatar that you have is Crankor from uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and it's from the newer ones that were on Sci Fi too. So that's awesome. Got a email from Cameron, and Cameron says. He was listening to the latest podcast about the story with the boy and the priest. And he said that, you know, he he says that you guys were talking about how men can't be left alone with children for fear of being accused of something. He says it gets worse here in Germany. I have a, a an athlete contact me because he wants help swimming due to the fact that I have to drive some crazy to 350 kilometers. What is that like to the moon or something? Yeah, I don't right. Know. Kilometers. Yeah. I think that's kilometers. That's a unit of measurement of like weight, right? That's it's what like that six is. miles or something yeah. like that. How much does this he weigh? Says, like four kilometers. I don't know. <laughs> to give and he says he has to drive 350 kilometers to give him help and he has to pay for that. Uh, and and so he said it would be better if he just takes a basically take a video of the person swimming. If you could just take a video for me, he's like he would watch it and then he would give the person critique. The guy's girlfriend took a one-minute video of him swimming in the main pool area in front of everyone. They finished the first video and wanted to take a couple more when the head lifeguard came over to them and said, told them to stop taking the video. They asked why, and they were told due to child porn. They laughed thinking it was of a joke. It was because of a joke, and it wasn't. Uh, so basically, you're not allowed to take video in a public place because of child porn. I guess that would make sense if, like, the kids were swimming naked. Yeah, if they were fucking. Right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, sure. Like, be like, okay, hey, you can't take any pictures here. This is the kiddie pool, and all the kids are naked. Yeah. Like, okay. Exactly. And they're Maybe, all entangled right. sexually. Like, they're having their fucking fourth grade orgy, so yeah. you might want, want to take photos of that. Look, I totally get it. I would totally get it if you were just some one guy on the side taking a picture of the kids, right? If you were clearly oh, just, yeah, dude. you know, right. and you're not just focusing on one kid, you're doing all a bunch of kids. I understand it there. But when you're a girl taking a picture of a guy and you're clearly just focusing on that person, that seems a little excessive. We wanted to mention that next week, it's our great hope to have on Cash and Love from Atheists on Air. Um, we're hoping to have them on the show and uh, have them talk about not only a story, but also do an interview at the end. If you haven't checked out their show, Atheist on Air, you should. They are very funny, very cool people, uh, and they do a, a, an excellent atheist news talk show. So check it out, Atheist on Air, and we'll also hopefully have them on next week so you get a chance to hear them. So, Tom, uh, Nancy sends an email about Glory Hole. She said, hi, thought you might think this was amusing. I'd been listening to your podcast for a while and didn't know what Glory Hole was. So I asked my husband. He looked at me like I was an idiot. You really don't know what that is, he asked. No, should you I? Really don't I know. replied. I, I don't get to read a lot of dialogue in uh, email. No, you do a very good job, too. Thank you. Tom. Very Thank you. good. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking, I'm turning pro. Then he went on to explain it was a hole in between two bathroom stalls for people to stick things through for the glory of the person in the next stall and themselves. 
Gross. I love that you were gross with an exclamation point. I know. <laughs> and then she says, you should try to avoid touching all surfaces in a public Very bathroom. true. Very yep. true. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask all the time where Glory Hole comes from. And uh, and I, I just want to, you know, for the people who haven't gone back and listened to the to the uh, to the archive all the way through and don't know where it comes from. The, the term Glory Hole was suggested by a listener because we used to play a clip. Um, who's that guy on the other side of the Glory Hole? It's Jesus. We used to play that clip. And uh, somebody had just suggested one episode. They said, you know, George Trab on his show Geologic has a has a word. Uh, vibraphone and basically means love your work great show thanks for doing it sort of thing and he said your guys's your guys's word should be glory hole which is awesome and tom and i immediately were like oh that's real funny and then the next week you got like six glory hole emails right, just, just like took sadly off. yeah and sadly we are resigned to the fact that our word is glory hole yeah, so we I love had that we had nothing to do with it Cecil. i know that's the best part right is nothing that, like, yeah we really did not Every now and again, Cecil and I will get these glory hole emails, and I and we'll both be like, "What? What is happening here? Yeah. What, <laughs> what is my life? My life? The cumul- It's just like it is accumulated to this. Like it is right. the culmination of my life is that I get emails, and the title is glory hole. Right? It's, you know, it's like waking up one morning and you're covered in like fucking face tattoos and stripper yeah. glitter, and you're just like <laughs> blinking like, the fucking cocaine what? out of your eyes the and fuck wondering. Happened? <laughs> There's what? like a tiger purring on your lap, right. you know. It's, it's like you're like, suddenly in the hangover. Like, you know? wait a minute, yeah. this isn't really my life. So we got an email from uh, from a person by the name of America, and America says that uh, she she's just reached episode 100. Take her six weeks. Good lord. Could you imagine getting a hundred episodes done in six weeks? That's a bitter fucking pill uh, to Cecil, swallow. Look, for the last six weeks, I've been me. And I yeah. didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that America says at the bottom, Cecil, you are super hot. No one's ever said those words in history. When I proposed to my wife, she kind of looked over my shoulder to see if someone else would actually ask her. It's like, is somebody else going to? All right, I guess. There was like a, there was, there was an auctioneer like, uh, we got one proposal, one proposal, just got one proposal, one proposal. Can I get two, two? Any other proposal, any other proposal, literally any proposal, any other proposal. Going <laughs> once, really, going yeah. <laughs> Like it's the only well, one, it's the only proposal in history that was met with like an audible sigh. You know, <laughs> just like, just like oh, you, can, yeah. you know how you can hear a house settle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. That's great. We, we wanted to mention a couple of, uh, of, ratings we got on itunes because two of them were very very funny and i want to read the first one tom this one is um this one is from zig smash and he says best best atheist podcast for me though it was a tight tight race he says the hosts i think their names are jake far wharton and no illusions are great they don't (laughs) dance around lightly on any subject Though, uh, though, if their self-deprecating statements are correct, they can't dance lightly around anything. <laughs> Truth. Uh, it's pretty good. It's very funny. So, uh, so thank you very much, um, Tom. There was one you wanted to read. There is. It's uh, from Hoofless Horses. Uh, he says the only podcast I follow regularly by using the episode names, I have created an impressionistic poem. For those of you looking for an abstract insight into what this show is about. So here goes. 
cancer of the lesbian, barely a child rapist. <laughs> Somebody dig up Rosa Parks. Rock, paper, girl, intimate rocket attack. Kitty diddling campfire. Mom tastes like marrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. That's the that's the best. Thank you, everybody who leaves us ratings. We read every single one of them, so thank you very much. We have 826 ratings now on iTunes, um, and we love to get good ratings on iTunes. You can, of course, give us bad ratings on iTunes. We don't like those nearly as much, it turns out. We definitely, definitely thank you, everybody, for giving us ratings, though, on iTunes, so thank you very much. We want to end the show this week with a uh, a little Call it a piece ditty. of music Call it a that was created. It was it's, yeah, it's like a little ditty that was created. This is this was created by Francis. And Francis uh, has a, a website that he has a ton of uh, other stuff on that he does. Um, the name of the website is psychoproductions.net. I will leave a link to this on this episode's show notes. It's episode 141. Uh, and you can find a link to Francis's work. He has a song that I listen to called Dark Matter. And uh, and it was it's actually really interesting. It's got uh, it's got Stephen Hawking's voice sort of sampled in behind uh, behind a sort of an electronic beat. It's it sounds really cool. And that guy's uh, original auto tune. You know? Yeah, no, no kidding. Right. Yeah, he's totally he's OG. So uh, so if you want to check out his stuff. Uh, you can check it out. He does all kinds of different services. So you can check out his uh, his his website. But he left us this cognitive dissonance, uh, and it's his call to prayer. Uh, so we're going to leave you with that after you hear the Skeptics Creed. And we want to thank everybody for joining us this week. We are going to see you next week. We're going to leave you with the Skeptics Creed. We're hopefully going to have Cash and Love on from uh, from Atheists on Air. And we're also hoping to be on Incredulous between now and then. So uh, so you can hear us in a different spot that's not here. But we're going to leave you with the Skeptic's Creed, and then we're going to play uh, this little ditty by Francis. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info, docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
occurrence.